Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Power Your Life, and it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and I have somebody that I'm so excited about. He's been on my show years ago, but he's here again with some wonderful new information, as always, and I'm talking about the esteemed Mitchell Levy, who's a global credibility expert, a two-times TEDx speaker, an international best-selling author of over 60 books, and an executive coach at Marshall Goldsmith's 100 Coaches. After interviewing 500 thought leaders on credibility, Mitchell Levy published a seven-country international best-selling book, delivered a powerful TEDx talk on humanity to help those live learn, and surround themselves with others on the credibility journey. Mitchell is an accomplished entrepreneur who has created 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies, you are so impressive, that have published over 750 books and provided strategic consulting to hundreds of companies and has been the chairman of a board of a NASDAQ-listed company. Mitchell Levy, you are amazing. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love the intro. It says Doc White. I don't think I've heard Doc White before. I love that. I'm doing great, uh, Dr. Joanne White. (laughs) You know, you with everything that you do, you are such a wonderful, warm, human, humane individual, and that says a lot because – you're not stuck up, and you, and yet you, you continue to do so much for others, for humanity, and uplifting us in so many different ways. So let's start with interviewing over 500 lead, thought leaders. I mean, that's a lot of people to get a lot of different information and basically on, on credibility. What do you, what do you mean by Credibility. <laughs> well, so first I'll say, as we go through life, right? I, I'm going to take a, a do a. I'm going to answer a different question than answer that one. If that, that's okay, right? Because it's you want to set context. As we go yeah. through life, life changes. We know that now. Anyone who's looking at the world or, or or lives or survives, whatever company and business you had yesterday is not going to work today. Whatever you do today won't work tomorrow. So you have to continually morph and change. Well, between 2019 and 2020. I I decided to go on a Napoleon Hill-inspired journey of interviewing 500 thought leaders. So that's how I got to to to, to doing this. And, you know, I, I thought what was going to happen is I would get a book. 
I, I thought it, and I do. I, as you mentioned, I've, I've got a book. It's called Credibility Nation. And what I ended up getting was a life journey. So let's start off with what is what is what does the word credibility truly mean? You know, I, I want you to think about it as a a common language. It's a common understanding of how we behave internally and and externally so that we can live, work, and play with trust, integrity, accountability, respect, and love. I'll give you a shorter definition. It's the quality in which we are trusted, we are known, and we are liked. And, you know, that's so important, especially in business and all kinds of relationships, to know and to to know that you're valued by somebody else and that you can actually trust who they are. I was listening to some something earlier this morning about some companies are that that are not reliable, that are not trustworthy, that are taking money from other people and hello. I mean, we need the world where there is credibility going on and here you are talking about it. What's Credibility Nation? So it's, um, by the way, it's a name I used for two different objects. <laughs> so one is my book called Credibility Nation. The other is a membership community. And, and so as a membership community, uh, we've got at the moment it's 450 members. Our, our price point, it's $35 a month. Okay, that's the mechanics getting out of the way. It's a place that people go to to learn, to grow, to be surrounded by others that are also on the credibility journey. It's, it's uh, one of the things that's really important is, is to be able to, you know, talk to people and, and share who you are and get feedback that is not in their best interest, but in your best interest. And one of the things I get excited about, and this, this is what came out of the interviews, Allowing people to articulate, I'm going to say their who and their what in 10 words or less. So, you know, Simon Sinek has the why. And I love that concept. Simon is amazing. But the concept of the why, the concept of a unique selling proposition, the concept of the 30-second elevator pitch and the value proposition all have a single inherent flaw, at least a credibility flaw. Um, because all of those things start with either I or we. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you're credible, there are 10 values of credibility. One of, the, one of the key values is being a servant leader. If you're a servant leader and you're credible, you serve an audience. So the who and the what, I call this your CPOP, your customer point of possibilities. The who and the what is who do you serve and what is it? they want to have solved? Is it a pain point they're dealing with? Is it a pleasure point they want to reach? So the who, what, or the CPOP allows somebody in 10 words or less to describe essentially the playground they play in. If you could wake up every morning playing the playground you want to play in and people are recommending you to play in that, to to play with you, you you know, you go back to being a kid playing in the playground. (laughs) I love it. We need more play in our lives, so that that's a wonderful way of looking at it. Now, how would you describe or, or label what credibility is based on all your interviews and everything that you do, Mitchell, in the world? What does it mean? 
Let me ask you, uh, give me the focus of that question. Oh, by the way, just so you know, this is a component of being credible. I think I understand the question you asked me, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to be coachable. I'm going to be vulnerable and say, hey, tell me what you – can you rephrase that question so I can answer it in a way that, that uh, you meant to ask me? Okay, so what, is, what does it mean to be credible both in life and also in business, what does that mean to to us in terms of how we're looking at it? <clears throat> Excuse me, how we're connecting with people, relating to people, and choosing businesses and choosing people that we work with. Hmm, that's a great question. I don't think anyone's asked asked me that question in that way. So thank you. Thank you, you know when. One of the things that happened with COVID is that we all woke up. The, we woke up and we saw the, if, you, if you're going to use the movie The Matrix, we actually saw The Matrix. We saw the world we were living in, and many people said, you know, I don't like it. Um, I have a cousin in, in New York that had a two-hour commute each way to the job and did that for decades and thought that was normal. Um, partway through COVID, uh, she goes, oh, I don't want to commute to work that way anymore, right? And so credibility um, from a perspective of working with companies is working with a company that just delivers on their promises. It's kind of that simple. Um, it's working with a company that, you know, when, they, when, when you read the, the, the commercials, when you, when you hear the, and if you, even if you go into the fine print, what happens is you, you get what you pay for. Now, when, you, when you're looking at, oh, and by the way, for a credible company, you also, it's not just this nameless, faceless entity. The employees of the company, if, if, they're, if they are credible and they are loving what they're doing, that love, that respect is, is given to you. You know, there, there are some companies you go to that, that they just do such a great job on, on customer service. And it's one of those things that they, they, they not only say is important, but they act as important. And you go there not, because you, not just because you trust who they are and what they do, but you know that the employees really care about, about you. And the relationships you have with them is, is likable. Now, in terms of people we're dealing with, you know, the thing that's interesting is you and I have a relationship, and, and I could tell in, in, in reading it how much love there is that we have for each other, right? And, and so what happens is if, if there's somebody who is a friend or a work friend or, you know, it, it, it's a funny difference, I think, friends are friends, and you, and you actually trust who they are, you actually know who they are and what they're capable of, and you really like or love them, the, the real cool part is is when they look at you and you say, hey, can you do this with me or can we do this together? And they respond and they say, oh, I can't right now. I'm, I just got too much other stuff going on. You know with 100% certainty it's not personal, right? They're not giving you a, 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 funny, a funny approach. Right. You just know that that's who they are. If, if, on the other hand, they said, yes, I, I will do it. What do you want me to do? And when they say yes, you can just count on them. They, they, they're accountable. They're authentic in who they are. They're telling you what they can do. And when they make a promise, when they have the intent and commitment to do something, they're going to do what they say they're going to do. 
Actually, I want, I want that world. I want all of the relation. I'm building that world around me, um, but I want that to be the standard. I want that to be the, the default. I do, too. Do you think we've lost that? Do you think we ever had it? Hmm. Huh. Two different questions. Do we, do yes. we think we lost that? Uh, we have significantly lost that in terms of who we are and how we act. I'll come back to that. Um, Do you think we ever had it? It feels like it at different points of time, but I'm, we, there, there are two aspects. I, I think, I think one way you could look at it in the older world when, when uh, people lived in villages and there are still parts of the, the country in the world where people live in these small villages where everyone knows everyone else, that is, that is a place where you actually still have credibility. You still have trust, no like. Some people don't like it, you know, because everyone knows everything about your business. On the other hand, you know, you when somebody comes in the store and, and you know they, they just lost their job, you, you just go, you know, um, let's just put it on the tab even if they didn't have one. And you know that it will be taken care of. Right, so the answer is in in certain parts of the world, in the old world where the super old world where we were tribal, what would happen is we did have it because you had your your pack that that was yours, and your pack basically was protecting your life and and it was food and shelter was the primary things, and you had to trust those in it because if somebody fell down. You know, everyone, you know, they would, they would affect everyone. So, yes, we, we did have it. Um, how we, do we have it now? One of the, one of the concepts that, that I realized is when I, when I defined what credibility is and created, created, created credibility nation, the, I needed an arch rival, right? You need somebody who you can go, Hey, one this side is this side is good or desirable and this side is bad and not desirable. And what I what I wanted to do is I wanted to come up with something that wasn't horrible. I didn't I didn't I don't want that we do everything is so black and white or you know, if you're doing religious overtones, heaven or hell, or if you're doing political overtones, red or blue. Um, and and there's you're you're either on one side or the other, and we don't want to be on the other side. I mean, it's so interesting. I wanted I wanted a word. I wanted a location that was potentially playful. Isn't necessarily the right word, but not necessarily bad. And and I came up with the word dubious and cloned dubious nation. Now, why is that? Um, dubious nation is, I believe we all do dubious things all the time, right? The, the, and a lot of times we just don't know, right? So, you know, one of the things that uh, you, you know, I, I, I said at the beginning, I don't always remember to do it. I said, oh, by the way, the pronunciation of my last name. And you go, yeah, of course, I remember that, right? You know, it's, it's um, when, you, when you go to a meeting and you haven't researched the person ahead of time. These are, these are minor things which are dubious. What's happened in society is, is with, with the Internet, everyone can reach everyone else. And so you have a lot of people who are evangelizing themselves as experts. 
And when they present themselves with it as experts, sometimes their expertise may be as simple as, have done this once and this is what I did. And what I'm going to say is the things that they did may or may not have been credible. They may have done things that were full of dubiousness. And lots of times we are taught not just by our bosses, not just by our leaders, but by our parents, our grandparents, to do things which are dubious. And we do them because somebody that we respected told us to do that. They weren't necessarily recognizing that this was on the dubious side versus credible. So that's how we continue to propagate downhill. And the more examples we have in the public world, uh, whether it's politicians or, or CEOs of companies or religious leaders that do things that are not, not within the common norm, that are not credible, the more accepted it is for humanity to do. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving towards a, a world which is uh, more dubious than credible at the moment. Which is unfortunate, but at the same time, you, you know, you were talking about we learn things from from our families, parents, grandparents, etc. And I believe that at a certain point in our lives, we need to be able to, or we do, analyze that so that we can choose our own values, which may be contrary to the dubious nature of, of what we've learned or whatever, which... Well said. By the way, well said. Yeah. Well, that's a. I'm going to say that is the state of the. I'm going to. If there's one critical thing anyone can say about the world today, we're at the we're at the dawn of the true AI, um, and we're we're at the 20 years of proliferation of everyone in the world having a megaphone, and subsequently, oh, and and at the same time. Um, marketing people being able to segment out segments of the population where groups of people who are doing things which are not necessarily good for society can get together, bond, and reinforce each other, we're at, at a very important stage. And that stage is the one of discernment. I'm going to call it info judgment, right? It's it. that stage where someone's sharing information with you and you need to be not critical of the person sharing it. You need to be critical as the, as the person receiving it and, and sort of check your resources. You know, you've got a computer at your fingertips for everyone who has a phone. Just check your resources. Check other sources. See, see what makes sense. Make your own judgment. So info judgment is this new term I'm, I'm starting to uh, – think about haven't documented yet but that's the place we are it's about discernment it's about being discerning about the information you're receiving and you know that, that i think that's so important i really do and i think yes get that term do more with that term because i think we need it we need to be able to to value our impressions and again have a sense of what that means and what's and what's going on in the world in relationship to to how we see it and what's important to us and and discernment is is beautiful it's wonderful now you and i were talking earlier about cred dust a little bit and the fact that you actually created a, a your own meaning of it so can you tell our listeners a little bit about what cred dust is i did look it up and your definition as well <laughs> well, that clearly 
thank you. And and that clearly is a made up word. And 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 what it is though is it's something that we do all the time. When I when I was doing the analysis of of those people that were credible, uh, so thought leaders that are credible that that they they end up having more people like them, more people know that the intent and commitment they had is to serve their audience. Those are the people who are spreading other people's ideas, thoughts, and actions. So to me, that definition of cred dust is, is when one shares the ideas, thoughts, and actions of others. And, and just so you know, this is contrary to what we've been taught. We've been taught that if we're in front of a prospect, if we're selling, and we're in front of a prospect, we never mention the competitor's name. Right now, the thing is, it's quite possible that the competitor is a better fit than you are, um, and what your job is to have analyzed what not just what you do, but what your competition does, and to recommend your competition. Or if you feel uncomfortable saying, "Hey, you should use this other guy, not me," if that feels uncomfortable, and and, and it probably does for many, you could say, "Hey, listen, this is the characteristics of the people." That would work well with that person. Tell me how you feel. Are you somebody who would fit well or not? Okay, let's, let's not make it so personal. The thing that's interesting, if, if, you're, a, if you're somebody with info judgment, you're learning, you're growing, you're, you're, you're consuming more content all the time. It's how you apply that content to your situation. And as you're sharing these ideas you've learned from others, let's just include their name. It's, it's, it's basically called spreading cred dust. And, and those who are following you will actually be appreciative that you're not just sharing your stuff. You're sharing your interpretation of what you're learning from other people. And, and it's a really nice way for people to actually see you. And by the way, everyone wins. Your audience wins because they, they get another point of view. Um, the person you're sharing, they win because you're sharing their content and you win because you're, see, you're being seen as somebody who cares more about the audience and, and you care more about yourself and learning and you care about serving the audience. You care about being a servant leader and providing the right information for the audience you're working with. And like you said, it's beautiful because it is a win-win situation and we need more of that. It's so interesting, Mitchell, because I was watching some, some advertisements, commercials, we are the only ones. We are the best ones. How do they know that? They don't know that. I mean, in their industry, they're just spreading that information. But there's no, you know, I was looking at something and I was thinking, that's not true. Why do you say that? It's it's a lie. So that was me getting upset at, at commercials the other day. Oh, I know. I did. Well, it, it's it's how we've been taught. Right. If 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 the consumer of a particular product wants to buy from the best, then it's the company's been taught that, well, you should be the best. So showcase you the best. So now some enterprising entrepreneur comes along and says, hey, I'm going to I'm going to create a report of the best of in this industry. Oh, how would you like to be on the report? This is what we'll charge. You know, over the last month, I've had two magazines come to me and, and want to charge X amount of money so I could be uh, one of the top ten people to follow in a particular industry. And, you know, there's a place for that. 
Um, the problem happens is when you buy into the the BS that the that 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 dubious seller is selling you, right? When I say BS, you can, you can do the, the 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 meaning of BS, or you could just call it belief system. If you buy into the belief system that you're the top ten, because because you've paid a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars for somebody to market you as as the top ten, you know it it's what I'm going to say is I'm not opposed to uh, doing that. I'm opposed to how you act when that happens, right? I'm, I'm opposed mm-hmm. to you, um, right? So you still want to be credible. You still want to tell people who you are and what you do. If that helps open the door so then you can walk in, then, then sure. But but that's how we're taught. We're, we're taught to – to say, you know, for companies to say we're the best, we're the fastest. We're... Now, if you've had an independent study that shows that you're the fastest, then, hey, you could show that. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of the, the world of marketing. And, but, yeah, I, when I look at somebody's LinkedIn profile and they, and, and, and they go, hey, I am the, the, the top, uh, America's top, and you fill in the blank. America's top, blah, blah, blah. Right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not somebody I think I want to hang around. Or what, what? actually what I say, when I see somebody that says America's top, I go, man, they, they're really buying into the dubious lessons they've been taught. And so I give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, and, and I'll have a conversation with them, and, and, you know, sometimes they'll listen and sometimes they won't. <laughs> so how do we apply this cred dust in our lives and our businesses, Mitchell? No. You know, the the simple part is is when you're consuming content that you like, whether it's whether it's books or a magazine article or or just make the extra effort to remember who it came from. Right? So make the extra effort to when you share it, just to go, Man, I just read this cool article on Oh, and, it, and, it, and this is the author. You may want to check them out. Um, it, happens, it happens a lot when you share other people's TED, TED Talks or TEDxs, right? Because that's, that's, we're, we're almost built for that. We're almost built like if, if I saw a great TEDx, oh, have you seen so-and-so's TEDx on the following? You know, and then you share the link. So that's almost default when it comes to that, which is fascinating. So apply that to everything else you do. And that would create more of a world, a commun- more of a community, let's put it that way, in terms of our world, in terms of giving each other a sense of value, a sense of recognition, not because they, you, they're so wonderful, but because you admire something that, they're do, that they did or that they're doing and want to promote that in some way because you care. Well said. Exactly. Now, something that also, sorry, I have a few pet peeves. <laughs> yeah, people, no problem. <laughs> people make incredible quotes, and some of them are very famous, and yet I see people taking those same quotes without acknowledging the authorship of it and using it as their own. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it yeah. a lot so, in social media, and I'm saying, wait a minute, that's da-da-da-da-da from, you know, and, but there it is. And 
So ah, that's not so credible at all. <laughs> well, actually, let me let me let me put a different spin on that. Please. Let's assume. So so what that is is somebody acting dubiously. Okay. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person. That's why I picked dubious versus anything else, right? Doesn't mean they're a bad person. So. What if they were a friend of yours and you were thinking of doing business with them or a business acquaintance you were thinking of doing business with? And, and what if you go to them and say, oh, by the way, you know, that quote is from so-and-so. Now, depending on how they respond will help you decide of whether or not you want to do business with them, right? Because what happens is the reason for, for, for this concept of dubiousness is sometimes we just don't know better. Right. It, by the way, do you realize that that quote is from so-and-so and you would get more recognition if you put the person's name in there? The, the, the only proper response is, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, let me fix that for the future or let me fix that now. Right. If they come back and say, well, that's what everyone else does, you know, you could tell them why you shouldn't do what everyone else does. Um, <laughs> but it's, what it's going to say to you is their integrity their intent and commitment to do the right thing. If, if they're not willing to spread credit, if they want to take the credit for the action and words of others, what are they going to do with your joint client if you work together when you're not in the room? And, and these are people who are not credible. They, they're demonstrating that they're not people that you want to work with. Right. <sighs> it's sad, but... Like you said, there's, and you're creating that. Yeah. You also say that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, it's sad and, right? The and is sometimes we just don't know better. And that's the thing that I I try to give people the benefit of the doubt that dubious is not necessarily a state of mind. Dubious is the result of actions based on how people were taught. So we could we could train technically we could train out dubious, hmm. and that's what that's what credibility nation is about. Is hey let's talk about what's credible, and let's 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 encourage people to do the things that are right because they are the right things to do, and and it, we could be advocates to train out dubiousness. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, you're already doing it. I love it. That's so important. Why do you say that credibility begins with clarity? What does that mean? Oh, well, you (laughs) – all right, so if you're listening to this, here's what I want you to think about. Think about the last time you went to a networking event, whether it's a Zoom networking event or a physical networking event, and, and and you actually had rules. Right? Sometimes you don't have any rules, right? but, but you actually had rules, and, and the host said, hey, everyone, why don't you spend 30 seconds or, or, or a minute just talking about who you are and then jump into another topic? We all know of that time where we, we, were, we were paired up with the, the realtor or the business insurance salesperson or the lawyer. And when they explained what they do, it took 15 minutes. Well, that entrepreneur with so many ideas, and it, and it took them 15 minutes to explain. And they may be sharing, like, some really amazingly cool stuff, but you're, you're kind of – for me, I get lost if I don't see the big picture right away. Right. 
So clarity is the opportunity to identify who you work with and what they want in 10 words or less. To me, that level of clarity is, hey, there's a playground I play in, right? My, my playground is four words. It's CEOs flying like eagles. I love it. <laughs> and, well, thank you. And, and what happens is if the person on the other end is going, CEOs flying like ego, eagles, now, if they don't know any CEOs in their life and, it's not, and they're not a CEO themselves and, and it's not relevant, you know, they're not going to show interest in asking more. But most people will go, what do you mean by that? And then I could spend a minute talking about what I do to play in my playground, right? And, and so what happens is if you have clarity to be able to articulate who you serve and what they want in less than 10 words, i.e. in less than, a, 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 you know, in one to, one to three seconds, what happens is it's easy for prospects to know that they should talk to you, not necessarily buy your services, but they should talk to you. But more importantly, it allows other people who, who may be spreading your cred dust, it allows other people to easily recommend you. And that's where the value comes in because that word-of-mouth marketing is now coming back in vogue. We have all this technology, and the coolest thing is, it, Dr. John White, if you go, oh, my God, you know, you, you, you come to a prospect later today, a prospect of Mitchell's, you know, who just, you know, a, a CEO that, that really wants to do something significant with their company. And you go, you know, I had this guest this morning. You've got to talk to him. Well, I had this guest last week. You've got to talk to him. That level of credibility because you say you know me and you like me and that I'm trustworthy, I, I'm credible. That level of credibility carries so much more than if they just stumbled upon me um, with, without that, right? So that's what, you know, if you have clarity and you can easily articulate the playground you play in, then what happens, you just become more recommendable. You become easier for your prospects to find you and ask the questions they need to ask to see if they want to jump in that playground with you. Beautiful. Well, you're very recommendable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. As are you. Thank you. So what's next for you, and what do you want to share with our listeners mm. other than what we've been talking about? Because you have so oh, much. Next is, yeah, next is always fun. I, you know, I, I think for me, next are various aspects of deployment of credibility. So, one of the things I absolutely love doing is executive coaching. So what, what happens with, with executives is, so it could be, for instance, that executive, very high-flying executive, they, they look like they have all the, they, they pressed all the buttons, they, they have all the accomplishments, and they haven't, um, they, they no longer feel fulfilled. That's a good prospect for me, right? The, so executive coaching is fun because once you could really pull in that person's purpose, then it's either a mindset change or a change of uh, landscape, right? So I love working with executive coaching. The, the thing that we do that's on the public side is once a quarter, um, I've got a partner I work with, a guy by the name of Lucas Root, and we run the Ultimate Credibility Boot Camp. 
and 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 this uh, the simple framework. So over a over a four day period, and and it's only two straight days, and the, and the other the other days are just uh, smaller time frames. We we encourage people to take the one hour course, the CPOP course, so they can articulate their playground. And then on day one, we spend the entire day allowing people to to and showing people and working with people so they can show up credibly when they're in front of people, whether it's physical or, or, or Zoom. And then on day two is how do you show up asynchronously? So how do you show up on social media and on your website so that people actually want to recommend you? So how do you show up credibly there as well? And so once you know that playground you play in, we just are helping people consistently show up on and offline uh, in that playground so that A, clients are attracted, and B, recommenders want to share. And, and that's how it's, it's just ultimatecredibilitybootcamp.com. We do it once a quarter. It is a ton of fun. Uh, would love to have uh, – if somebody comes in from your audience, we'll, we'll do something special, and I, I can't tell you what it is yet, but I promise it will be fun. I might want to be part of it myself. That sounds exciting for me. <laughs> oh, I'd be honored to have you. It'd be great. You and I will talk about a special price. <laughs> Mitchell Levy, tell our listeners how they can find out more about everything that you're doing, connect with you, and and be a part of, of all the wonderful credibility factor, credibility, nation, all all that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, the easiest place to go is my uh, is my website. So it's Mitchell Levy. Uh, that's three L's back to back. So MitchellLevy.com. And you know, if this is of of intrigue to you, um, you know, you're an executive. You've heard this. You could always have your admin book book time on my calendar. Um, from there. You know, if, if uh, for those who hang out on LinkedIn, that's my primary social media platform I plan. But all the, all the links to other things we do all are part of, if you want to be part of Credibility Nation, there's a link from Mitchell Levy if you want to be part of the Ultimate Credibility Boot Camp. So there's a lot of different brands. It's all focused around credibility for, for the world, for society, um, for, for groups, for communities, for companies. And, and for that individual. And, and so there are different products that, that are available. And so MitchellLevy.com is probably the, the best place that you can, from there, uh, go the, rec- the direction that makes sense for you. Wonderful. You are a blessing. I always enjoy you and your credibility, Mitchell Levy. So thank you so much for being on my show, and thank you for being who you are. Uh, you are absolutely welcome. And you know, I said things today I don't say before, and I'm just going to reiterate. I'm sure I've said this before. You were such a good interviewer, and so I just want to say thank you for pulling out, pulling out the really cool stuff and the nuggets and helping tie it together. So, so thank you. I'm honored to have been here, and and thank you for uh, thanks for having me. My, you take care and have a most wonderful day. Thanks again. Thanks. You as well. Take care, everyone. Thank you. So think about everything that Mitchell Levy said, because firstly, look at what you're doing in your life, in your business, and let's examine a little bit of that credibility. And are you, when you're talking about other people, when you're talking about things, are you recommending other people? Are you sharing their 
content, what you believe in them? Are you sharing authenticity about yourself, about your business? I, I just love this whole credibility factor because I think, as Mitchell Levy said, we need to be able to create more of that in our world, more of the authenticity and the connection. So think about that. Think about how to power your life, and you can do that with inviting more credibility into it. And remember, even taking one step forward in that direction can power your life and power you in a wonderful way. So thanks so much for joining us, and have a beautiful, wonderful, incredible, credible day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.